Hello and welcome to Hey, I Loved That Movie, the podcast where we rewatch the films we loved when we were younger to see if they still hold up. I'm Dan. I'm Michael. I'm Helena. And I'm Jamie. And for this episode, we watched Evolution. So, what, what's your guys' association with this film? Because I remember I watched this a lot. I think this was one that was rented from Blockbuster or something, and I just fucking loved it. Yeah, well, yeah. I definitely had this as a rental. Yeah, I, I watched this a lot as a kid. As like, I think we had it. I think we taped it from the TV or something. As like, a, this film will do. But I remember having a VHS of it. I can't. I can't remember if it was an actual VHS or a copy. We never had that technology in my house. Yeah, I think I watched it a little bit later on on Sky, which I guess for the Americans that aren't listening would be cable TV. Yeah, cable. I yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. I I think it's so creative. Um, shall we just go over the plot for anyone who's not seen so- it? Just yeah. before we do do that, I'd just like to ask who suggested this one because I'm going to be really was sad and upset you? with myself if it was me. Was it? It was you. No, that's why I you're wasn't. on this. No, Jamie, I, that's why you're on the podcast. I, I think this one was one that I put down because I was like, "Fuck, I did really like that," and then was like, "Who who would be good to be on this episode?" And you guys were all like, "Yeah, that sounds good." Yeah, okay, I, I'm glad I it wasn't me. If someone else hadn't suggested it, I would have suggested it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was it was um, one that came up this, when we were making yeah. the list. <laughs> and it's one of the it was one of the early ones as well because it was quite high up the list. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, if we go through the story, if someone else can go through the story, because honestly, so I'm gonna let the cow the bag hate this. Oh, yeah, this is gonna I, be like, I'm going I'm gonna like kind of play my hand early on this one as well and just say that if if i had been the one that put this forward i would have been really upset with myself because it would have been another titan ae moment <laughs> oh no i really liked this <laughs> yeah no i i yeah there is a divide that has happened yeah. but oh, yeah. story, no, it's, it's two speaking, of, speaking of divide and things multiplying into two we start with stifler seeming like he is a fucking weird pervert but instead he's trying to be a firefighter and then a meteorite crashes through a, a building that he set on fire in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, he's training to be a firefighter and he's practicing with a dummy, but it looks like a sex doll. I, I thought that at first as well, because yeah. uh, like he throws this dummy into this burning shed. And at first I thought he was pretending to be a fireman with an actual sex doll. And then it looks like it's a CPR doll, but he just implied that he had sex with it. Yeah, I think you can have sex with anything if you kind of try hard enough. That, yeah, that's... But it's that's a CPR not, dummy. The, that is not like what the, we should the, take from the, this movie. Well... <laughs> That, no, is that's true. that is true. Given how it ends, that is very true. So, the meteor that arrives, it gets um, discovered by a local geologist and scientist. Uh, Ira Kane um, and local, someone yeah. Block. I can't remember the guy's second name. But, um, no, his second name is Block. I can't remember his first name. Um, so they discover it, and they fight. They take back some samples for the geolo- ge- ge- Geologic Council, um, which is something they've made up from the sounds of things. Um, they find that it's actually a rapidly evolving... Um, everything that comes off the stone is evolving very, very rapidly due to it having 10 base pairs, which is GCSE-level biology. So I, I just about understood that we have four GA, T, and C. Mm-hmm. Um, and these guys have 10, which means that they mutate and evolve much more rapidly than i mean it's 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 pseudoscience but it's you know it holds up to gcse level so it's it's a new they know it's an alien they know that it's it's not of this planet what they don't realize is that it's super evolving until they he goes and grabs 
the, the scientist goes and grabs the geologist and like comes back and he's like it's a single cell organism and then he's like no, it's not he says something like well shouldn't it only have one cell per organism yeah. then? and then they realize oh it's evolved yeah and it's yeah, got loads how many how many cells does a single celled organism have uh one no <laughs> So what I really liked about this bit of the film was that it does play the, the both sides. The people who sort of understand that that's an interest, that that's like something a little bit out, out of this world and the other side that don't really get it, which is the geologist being like, oh, okay, cool. And he's like, no, you don't understand. Like that should take hundreds of millions of years. Um, and they've done it in an hour. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it, it ends up with this thing. It keeps on evolving. The air, uh, the DEA, FBI, whatever. CDC. Yeah, they, they, they go into the, uh, they go back in and it's like, there's loads of worms all over the floor because it was just like some like fungus sort of things that was growing off from yeah. around where the meteor, because the meteor landed in a cave system. Yeah. Like through. It's, the, it's not yeah. just one thing that's evolving. That's what I love about this movie as well, is that I'm going to say that a lot, this film, so just be ready for that. But one of the things I love about this movie is it doesn't just evolve into the next creature it has like it immediately everything starts evolving and changing um separately from an, yeah, one you another get all so you have sorts loads of, of variety things. and all sorts of different things including something that i'm surprised i wasn't fucking terrified of as a child which is the yeah, primate thing like... um so after that they uh, yeah the army the army gets involved they get cut off because it turns out actually he is pretty hated the ira king is hated by the military for giving them a really dodgy anthrax vaccine um yeah, which the... is a weird sort of anti-vax thing to hear during yeah. an epidemic but you yeah know, that, bit, that bit was weird like him him and block the other thing that so i'll just mention this now the thing i didn't like about them too much was how they just acted like teenage boys when they were around oh, women yeah. that was a bit yeah but yeah sorry yeah. carry on <laughs> Yeah, play the comedy is mostly quite juvenile in this film. Like it's not trying to be witty at any point. It is very much like there's the sci-fi and then there's the comedy, and the comedy is pretty base. <laughs> um, <laughs> science joke. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's the why Mikey made that nope. noise. <laughs> <laughs> tried really hard to hold in a sneeze. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I should have known better than to think someone was laughing at my joke. Yeah, no. Um. <laughs> So the army, the army take uh, take over, and they are forced to work with the woman, um, yep. the, the, the Julianne Moore, yep. who has another name. Who, for yeah. for some reason, it was her idea to make the character incredibly clumsy, and that's why she's just always falling over and shit. Yeah, yeah. that was frustrating. Actually, it's like okay, you've got this one woman. It's really cool. She's a expert scientist, and she has to come in and like yeah, they have to work with her, and she's, she's just a an klutz. She's also yeah. like yeah. an idiot. Yeah, I like again. This is one of those films where it is the an incredibly two thousands cast. Yeah, oh, yeah. two thousand one. This came out. Yeah. An incredibly 2000s cast with like pretty much everyone in it. You don't see them again. They kind of all kind of vanished a little bit. Yeah, because the um, Ira Kane is Fox Mulder from the X-Files. Yeah. Block, I don't recognize him from anything else. Obviously, there's Stifler who's been in. I, 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 yeah, so many movies we've watched for this <laughs> this yeah. podcast. He, he tends to play in... the same, same character as well, which is like slightly dopey normal guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call him normal. He's absolutely <laughs> insufferable the whole way through. No, but he's, he's like, donor, yeah, he is like very. Or not, in, it's implied. But he's very much like in, around all these scientists. He's very much just the normal guy. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's Harry Block. Oh yeah, Harry Block. Yeah. They meet Julianne Moore. They try and work with her. Uh, the basically, it's evolving very, very rapidly, mm. and it reaches the primate stage, and well, it's become very clear. Be be a bit before the... that... Oh, sorry. Um, sorry. Yeah, so before that, they have the... Um, where they're trying to work with Julianne, well, they find out about the whole anthrax thing. They get kicked off, and then they 
both try and sn- they sneak in in the like hazmat suits. Yeah. Uh, and then we get the worst scene in the movie <laughs> where one of the weird mosquito looking things breaks into Harry Block's suit and then into mm. his skin and is crawling around inside his leg. And then they have to remove it from his butthole. So dumb. Like just this this scene. So what the fuck is wrong with that man's anatomy? It, it is crawling <laughs> around. Yeah, that was the like reason I glossed over that when I was doing my summaries because I figured we might want to spend some time talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. we can do that now. Yeah, no, it's... has got in his body Go and it's it. under his skin, like I guess between like the muscle and the fat or something, and it's like rummaging around under his skin. And they put a pair of tongs up his ass and pull it out that way, like. Have they just like completely perforated his intestine to get under the skin and pull well, the bug out? Or it's like... stoner humor, like it's just sh- shit stoner humor. Yeah, right? like it's... wouldn't it be funny if they went up his butt? No. Yeah, I, I mean, the bit before that, I don't like that bit, but I did kind of, I did chuckle at the bit where he, they're like, oh no, it's like it's moving towards his leg. Like we've got to amputate his leg, and he's like, no, 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 no. And they're like, oh no, it's moving towards the testicle, and he's like, cut off the leg. Yeah. Cut off the leg. <laughs> Um, but you have to be in. Yeah, it, it's a dumb joke. It's a dumb joke because it's, it's very dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're not going to chop off his leg or his testicle. I can see why but... I found it funny when I was a kid. So when this came out, I'd have been like nine. Yeah. So, yeah. I watched it really young. <laughs> yeah. Um... And you do get that really good bit at the end where he, she's like, "Oh, do you want anything?" He's he's sh- there. He's shaking. He's just had a big old um, forceps shoved up his bum and. She's like, do you want anything? And he's like, I want ice cream. And she's like, oh, okay, yeah, of course. Uh, what flavor? And he's like, it doesn't matter. It's for my ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I can tell by the way that Dan laughed and Mikey just died <laughs> that that, yeah. that joke landed for some of us and not for not others. For us. I, I didn't find this film funny at all. No, I think my, my, problem, my problem with this film is I really liked it as a kid. And this is the first time this has happened to me on this podcast. And we've recorded, talked about quite a few not good films from my childhood. I remember this film being so much better first time when I was a kid. And it is so bad now that I finally understand what Jamie went through with Titan AE. I was going to say, this is your Titan AE moment. <laughs> this is my oh, Titan no. AE moment. <laughs> this was awful for me. From start to end, it was like, this is not funny. I don't know why I found it funny as a kid. I don't even think I found it funny as a kid. I think I just liked the monster design, and now I don't. <laughs> so he has the bug removed from his butt. They get thrown off the. They 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 have to like basically sneak in, try and try and get more samples, but they get yeah. instead they get a sample up his butt. Um, yeah. And then they start finding samples because they find that because the the weird dog kills the person at the the golf club. Oh yeah, that's yeah. another important thing. So these things can't breathe oxygen, so they yeah. die in their yeah. And a, a guy gets killed by something at a golf club. But to be honest, that guy seems like an arsehole anyway. So Stifler was like kind of happy. And then yeah, so they they find um, there's there's that other weird dog in that woman's house, and it has like a turkey yeah. monster. So they tongue. get they get yeah. their samples and keep on. Yeah. Yeah. It from other rates and they, what because they realize, they're showing up you, everywhere else in, yeah. in this yeah. town what they what they find out is actually because of where it landed and here you get expert geologist knowledge it's actually full of caves and craters and the where it landed isn't cut off the way that the scientists and the american that the, the army assumed it was and it actually spread and started spreading way before the army got involved possibly yeah. because the scientist and the geologist hid it from everyone for several weeks <laughs> yeah well, they did well, hide it quite well, a while a massive kind of facepalm moment for me as well when it's right at the end of the film and they've driven the fire truck up and they're using the caves to get the hose into the uh, cave before it can be napalmed and everything goes bad. They just walk into the cave 
like through a tunnel. Yeah. And surely if like the army have been securing this cavern, they would have noticed a big tunnel coming up the back of the cave. I yeah. mean, like surely there's some basic level of competence where they're trying to secure well haven't the they retreated the at that point because they're going to blow it up no but even before yeah, then i guess they've, like, they've yeah. been like securing this meteor for what like a week at this point yeah and like aliens have just been wandering out for a whole well, i the thought wall. i thought it, it it wasn't that they keep coming out of the stone it's that they once they've got out the stone they keep on evolving so quickly that any of the fungus that had spread will keep on evolving as well so that's yeah. how it managed to mm. that's why it keeps on developing even outside of the zone even if it's not got that far yeah but yeah you're right at the end they do just walk into the cave and they're, they, in, they they're are, right yeah. by the meteor so that, yeah. that's a bit like mm. yeah but like right from the very beginning though like both of the main characters like um they, they just come across as massive assholes yeah like they they find this rock and they take a sample from it and they go back to the lab and they put it on a on a slide to examine under a microscope and it's growing so quickly the slide smashes like that is how quickly it's growing and at that point you know like fucking hell this is why pandemics happen because morons like these don't report they're after that that Nobel prize yeah Yeah. and how can you be okay with this film and how the scientists act but Loch Ness sent you you got mad at (laughs) Loch Ness oh no they oh you have to let the scientists know these people are keeping it like something that could be massively dangerous to the everything living on earth and they're like oh well we're not telling anyone no I, I yeah I don't think they act in a sensible way I just find the film funny I'm not okay with what they do what I don't find, what the re- my problem with Loch Ness is that they take that decision seriously, and you're supposed to respect it. I, just, I, hate, I, I don't it. respect these scientists, and the, to be fair, he gets his comeuppance, doesn't he? Like he has a blimmin' thing shoved up his butt. Yeah, I mean, does he? Because like he still gets the hero's reward at the end, both of yeah. them do. And yeah, like, the... well, yeah, because it's a comedy; it's not a tragedy where everyone gets, you know, the world. They don't yeah. all get things shoved up their butt in the end. Well, th- this is the thing because I I think throughout the entire film. The comedy is shit. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the jokes land at all. But I, I think the film would have been way cooler and like better if it had been like a horror thriller. Yeah, like in in the vein of Pandemic, that kind of film where it's like. I'd, I'd also really enjoy that. And I think, I think there's something that Mike and I will, or at least Child Mike and I will agree on. is the character design just to run through the end of the plot the army decides that basically it's evolving too it's evolving so quickly that it's going to be a danger to the rest of the world yeah quickly, it, it evolves, they explode it so it, they decide to explode it it evolves to the point where it can like breathe oxygen and then that was the scene i remember the most is the flying one going through the mall like that is the scene that was stuck in my head the most from the from dragon. the times i've watched this yeah when it's yeah. like flying around and they're like trying to hunt it through the shopping mall and they have to get it because Stifler just starts singing it, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> the, that was a great time. The, the only scene, though, that I found funny, probably not for the right reason, was when the dragon crashes into the mall through one of the shop windows and everyone just forms a circle around it and looks at it. Yeah. Until <laughs> it screams at them. I'm like, okay, yeah, given experiences of what the public is like in the current day and age, I can imagine that actually happening, but it's still yeah. pretty mm. funny. I Yeah, I... So basically, what they what they find out though, the um, Ira King and Doctor Block find out that actually heat and fire is a catalyst for the evolution process. So blowing it up would actually be a really bad idea. 
Yeah, um, it, it like rapidly evolves. And I mean, it was a bit annoying how they find that out because they accidentally flick a match into it. And I mean, I know no one at the army would have tested that because they're probably really fucking incompetent. But still. Like, yeah, there's well, no scientists. You try and set work. things on fire as part of your general like yeah, testing. Like, yeah, I mean, no, they, no they suggest. scientists that work directly for the army. Yeah, like, they, no, they, they no, do suggest. Especially when it's like the atmosphere there as well is like um, methane as well, then probably not going to burn it. Because... Yeah. <laughs> Kaboom. Well, I mean, they, they are taking samples mm. out of the crater to study, though, and you'd think if they yeah. were going to napalm something, they'd do a little small-scale test. Yeah, that's what the, the, I think the idea there is that the the way the, the way I justify it, and you can tell me this is wrong and stupid because the film is stupid, is that they're being they've got all this pressure from the mayor and the fact that this thing is growing more and more out of control. They have to act quickly and they don't have time for research. Yeah, the typical army method of destroy it. Uh, on the point of the um, the mayor, the governor, mm-hmm. is it just me or is that just Nixon? Yeah, like he's it's Nixon, isn't it? Yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah, it's a it's a definitely an analogy of. Yeah, I mean he's he's quite passionate about keeping you know, the state safe, which mm. is nice. Yeah. End end of the film. We'll get to the end because so, the end of the yeah. film is end profoundly stupid. Oh yeah. Okay. The the okay. The the genuinely stupid bit. And to be fair, this bit I was like, oh yeah, I remember, and this is dumb. They find out that if you look on the periodic table, so and you make a chess move, essentially down three across one. Yeah. D- down two. For some across, reason. Down, down uh, two across one, isn't it? Maybe. Something like that. Anyway, yeah. So also they discover it because she's wearing a t-shirt with the periodic table on the back, yeah. and they do a whole joke, air quote joke. Where they're like, take the sh- take your shirt off and I'll show you, and everyone's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> that 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 bit was weird because there's just a periodic table on the wall in that room. Yeah, there is. They're in a they're in a science classroom, pretty much. They're in a a laboratory. There are periodic tables around. Oh, I'm so mad yeah. at that. Scene. So it turns out if you go down two or three and across one, you get to up from carbon. You get to arsenic, and we're carbon-based life forms, and we're we're very poisoned by arsenic. And if you, these are nitrogen-based life forms, and if you go down two and across one, you get selenium. So um, funny point there is um, selenium is also toxic to us. So I don't think that was making yeah. a point. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of stuff like you know yeah. lead also yeah. features quite heavily. Yeah. Mercury we're not great with. And yeah. so we get a lot of the elements we're not good with. Yeah, so we get the whole where are we going to get this much selenium from? And the two characters we've not mentioned yet, who were the people who were the only ones to fail mm. in 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 Ira Kane's class, yeah. uh, like turns that class in to be like, fair, but head, they still managed sh- to fail. Head and shoulders, it's got selenium in it and it's like yep. okay so before the movie came out it actually didn't and then they started putting it in as well as this but, but th- those characters are very 2000s comedy as well because their whole arc is uh they are funny because they are fat and stupid that is yeah it. that was a bit and yeah. they accidentally stumble across the solution yeah, yeah. they are part of the solution because they uh, have nice shiny hair uh so if you never know yeah because they're going about like have you noticed how nice and silky our hair is now yeah. Because there was no setup for it. That bothered me because it was, it no was also just a weird it. advert for Head and Shoulders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel that we shouldn't go too deep into this because they haven't paid us any sponsorship money yet. So well, I no, don't really we, want to. We're going to rag on it. Yeah, we're doing the opposite of sponsorship. We're burning. Oh, God, are we going to get a cease and desist from Head and Shoulders? <laughs> no, we're, not, we're not lying about it. We just hate it. I think what bothered me it about that was a that cop out is... ending. It yeah, was a real like, cop out. Like there, there was no like at no point did they, anyone ever mention that they were using Head and Shoulders shampoo ever. There was no setup for it. It yeah, was just no. a solution that was discovered. Yeah, by... even even if there was just a small scene in the mall scene previously, where that like someone walks past it or something and is like, 
Oh. Yeah, they like or... well, they drop. They're so a, a lady's so scared of the monster that she um, squeezes Ooh. her bottle of Head and Shoulders that she's showing, and it like makes it steam or something yeah. or hiss. Uh, or... Another have... option would have been the, uh, the 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 two brothers that discover the Head and Shoulders thing. Um, they could also have had like a, a giant shiny luscious mullet that they're always like flicking around during the class. Yeah, instead <laughs> their hair is noise and gross. Or be like, why aren't these creatures attacking these two guys? Why is it like go? Why is it trying to go after everyone else but not these two? Hmm. And oh, there's so many ways it could have been set up, but they yeah. went, no, we're just going to stumble across the solution by accident and make I, a big um, point I, I, about I, it. That's where it does lose. It does lose big points. For me like this film isn't. I, I don't. I'm. I'm not in love with this film. I have said I love it several times, but I'm not in love with it. <laughs> Um, um, so I, I feel like we're kind of burying the lead a little bit here, where we're, we're criticising Head and Shoulders quite rightly. Yeah. Um, but I think the important thing is what they do with it. Yeah. yeah. So they the, oh, the army napalm the thing, and it just becomes like so they kill all the horrific, really cool creatures, and it becomes a giant horrific blob. Yeah. And, of course, yeah. CGI. And yeah. so yeah, that was the one thing that I did like was the creatures all looked pretty cool apart from that one. Like uh, the yeah, primary honestly, ones this were... that's my favorite part, and I yeah. think that's why I forgive the the film so much. Is See, I absolutely love the creatures in this film. Mine is the opposite. Like I love, I still love the creature design in this film, um, but the rest of the film now I can pay attention <laughs> and like understand the rest of the film properly. I hate it. The rest of the film ruined the creature design for me. I just, I think this came out when I was, uh, or what, when did when did this film come out again? Two thousand one. One. Okay, so I was a bit younger actually. You remember the game Spore? Yes, yeah. it reminded me of Spore so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I saw this film around the same time because I was I was I was too young to watch this film when it came out, but I Can't I definitely be. watched this around the time that Spore was being not when it came out but you know before when it was promising to be the biggest thing ever oh, and you could create hype. anything yeah, the yeah. hype behind sport tied in so well with me like i watched this movie and i was like oh my god and now this game is gonna come out and i'm gonna make i can be able to do evolution and it's gonna be amazing and i'm gonna and obviously then sport came out and i think one we didn't have a pc that could run it and two i'm quite glad i never got to play that game this shit. Yeah. it had two good parts and the rest of it was bad and the the other thing about Spore is it has the same weakness because if you pour head and shoulders on your laptop, it'll probably yeah. break. <laughs> I am surprised no one has come out with just a game that is the creature stage of Spore. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, why is no one capitalized on that? Yeah, yeah it's it's it's. Uh, I think because it's trying to program that much ver- that many variables is really difficult. Yeah, but they. I don't know, like with um, all the procedural generation stuff that games love to cram into things, even when it's not always the best option these days. Yeah. Um, you, you think like yeah. procedurally generated creatures might do the trick, but. But I guess mm. the important question is: Do the animals in Spore have a giant asshole you can shove a fire truck full oh. of head and shoulders up? Oh, they the do big... when I make them. The big... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. Honestly, they do in Spore. You yeah. can do that in Spore. <laughs> So well, there's um, the, yeah, there's the eyes that just look like butts. And... Yeah, the uh, I've, I've got to say that the the final scenes of Evolution, where they're taking the fire truck and extending the ladder and giving this huge monster a head and shoulders enema, yep. is another scene that I did actually find funny, but not for the slapstick reason of ha 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 butthole. 
Um, the thing that I find really funny about this scene is like this movie had a budget of like eighty million dollars, and I want to know how much of that budget went on building an enormous prosthetic butthole. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it's not CGI in those scenes. The, the yeah, it's not. It is, and the, I mean, honestly, like the uh, the budget that went on slime. Well, the, it was just head and shoulders that they poured up there, and it came back out. <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh, but, yeah, and and so like they're up there, blocks like trying to get his revenge, but ends up inside of its asshole, like a weird, cruel twist of fate. Yeah, <laughs> um, that was horrible. Yeah, and then like, it starts. Yeah. watch this. That is honestly the only bit that I really remembered. Is guy gets sucked up monster's butthole while trying to fill <laughs> <of> shampoo, <laughs> which is a great tagline. That's that's a good summary for the movie. Uh, yeah, that that should be your letterbox review. Yeah, that will <laughs> yeah. that will be the little bit that we clip out to promote this uh, this episode, including this bit of me saying this right here. Yeah, yeah that's that's quite massive. Yeah, yeah, uh, and so where it, they fill it with shampoo and it starts to explode, and so they they're like driving out as quick as they can in this fire truck, and it's it's like the end of uh, Star Wars where like the Falcons shooting out the Death Star and it just explodes, and they kill it with head and shoulders. Yeah, and, that's it, and then yeah. that's it. And that's that's and then, yeah, and then, oh, then they go and bone in the yeah. Yeah, they have they have an award ceremony. Instead of waiting for five minutes, Ira Kane and Julianne Moore go and have a have a fuck. Yeah, yeah he, he's literally still covered in ass shampoo. And yeah. just doesn't <laughs> even go for a shower or anything. Extra loose. Um, but I, I do think it's worth taking Damn. a minute just to talk about how the monster dies as well. Like it gets a bit of uh, shampoo up there, like some selenium, um, and it starts bubbling and like boiling, and then it explodes and bursts, and like there's gunk everywhere. And when this is going on, what I'm thinking is, fucking hell! Imagine if people reacted that way when they were poisoned with arsenic. Like <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like Mary Ann Cotton's house would look like a fucking fireworks factory. How he die? There's very few. Uh, illnesses that make you go quite like that. Yeah, it, it would make determining cause of death quite easy, though. <laughs> yeah. It's like that um, it, poor it, Victorian it... housewife. Her abusive husband exploded like a firework. I wonder <laughs> what could have happened. It, it explains spontaneous combustion. It's it's just <laughs> a slight arsenic. <laughs> you, the problem. I mean, we might react like that. How many people do you know that have taken an arsenic? Like, oh, I don't. <laughs> they, yeah. all, they all disappear <laughs> like we might react like that if yeah. that happens yeah. they stop making that book at the library because no one ever returns <laughs> so i i i just want to complain i want to hear people complain about this film like i i genuinely dislike it as much as i'm like i just i, don't, so, I, don't. Okay, I, I so made things... a note for every time i had a complaint about a scene i have a lot of notes <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Do you want to go? Do you want to go first? No, no. There is there is one in here where he's just had a falling out with the general. Mm-hmm. I think it's towards the beginning of the film. Um, just when they're like, "You guys are out of control. You're off the case." That kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And um, he says something about like you can't be here. It's against protocol. And Ira just goes. Um, I've got some protocol for you right here, and it's like these nuts come and get some, and I'm just like, what the fuck is this film? It's just... Yeah, the tone. Oh. I actually, I really like the tone shift when they get they get kicked out quite soon after that, and he just start mooning as they drive off. Yeah. It's so dumb, but it is it it just I like that it's not trying to be serious because I think what I hate most of all is when a bad movie tries to be serious and like straight faced and like oh and these guys are like no they're having fun it's a it's a comedy movie i think what bothers me about that specifically is it wasn't originally written as a comedy it was originally written as a horror as like a weird body horror um and then the director who was brought on to do it 
said, uh, I think it'll work better as a comedy, and then had people rewrite it into a comedy. This film is very much just a 2000s comedy with no depth to it or no like attempt at depth. And I think yeah, that. But the, like... Oh, but the, the like set pieces with like the, the ladies at, in the golf, in, not the uh, golf, the ladies in their very nice um, ha- home. And she's like, oh, I think you've got an infestation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and then Karen gets her finger bit off. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, when did you get a dog? How and it's like, so obviously not a dog. dog. And you're like, how much Valium are these women on? <laughs> that's like that's the takeaway is that's a dog yeah like the yeah. I, I think the only bit that i found mildly funny which was intended to be funny was when uh one of the house guests then immediately runs off and gets a gun and points it at the thing and it just rolls over there <laughs> no that was <laughs> i like that their first reaction was get a gun that that might be the only good scene in this film and it's got nothing to do with the rest of the film yeah but like immediately after that there's another scene where the three protagonists at this point, so you've got um, the professors and yeah. Stifler, they turn up at that house because they've heard about uh, like the so-called animal attack, bullshit their way past the police, despite the fact they've used the same trick with the same officer at the meteorite while claiming to work for a different agency, yep. which, I don't know, maybe just cops in this town are really fucking dumb. Yeah, yeah. They, they turn up at the house and they kind of poke around there and then they walk out behind the house because Stifler has been doing a perimeter search or something which I guess means looking for people's underwear or something I don't know and they find a load of dead monsters behind the house which none of the police have noticed and despite the fact that there is a busy road just at the foot of that hill where all the monsters are clearly visible from like no one has noticed this stuff they cut to the next scene. They're driving to the shopping centre because they're chasing the dragon. They would have had to walk back through the house and all the police officers to get to their car, but they didn't mention the fact that like this dangerous monster has just flown off and you know you could probably use some people with guns to come and help put it down. Like they, They're completely unarmed as well, and it's only when they get to the shopping centre and break into a gun store steal the guns like this was very clearly pre-9-11 or something no i'm pretty sure it's still like that in bits of america (laughs) i don't know it's just like these characters are selfish assholes and they don't develop at all during the film and like the the film is also full of like random unneeded scenes like the the only reason they hear about that house i think is because they're in a um they're in a cafe and the main characters the main scientists I've forgotten his name. Uh, I reckon his ex-girlfriend is there. Yeah, his ex-girlfriend is there talking to a police, is like dating a a police officer. And it is a completely unneeded scene. And like he talks about how he wants his shirts back and she starts screaming at him. And then the police officer hears on the radio. And I hate it. That That scene does not need to exist. It only exists so the police officer can hear on the radio and they know where to go next. Like... The main characters never really do anything in this film. I'm just going to rant. I'm going. (laughs) The only reason they know it's an animal attack is because um, Stifler knows the codes because he has been training to be a fireman. Yeah, but the the main characters never do anything in this film until the very end. They're constantly just waiting for someone to point them in the next direction. They're never like actively looking for it. I suppose the way of cutting that scene out would have been to have a um, like a police scanner in Stifler's car. They're pretty active. They they go they go and sneak back in after they've been kicked out. That's not waiting around. But they always like they're a lot of times in the film they're just waiting for someone to point them in the next direction. And then they like if that police officer didn't exist, they would never work out where to go next. And I think that's really lazy and bad writing just to be it like It is definitely lazy writing. They in made this whole scene and this weird backstory and like such a weird way to make his ex girlfriend just start screaming at him because he's 
he was weirdly passive, which doesn't make him look good either. He looks like an arsehole because he's passive aggressively saying like, what, what do you call it when someone steals your shirt? And she starts screaming at him. And then the, oh, I hate it. <laughs> yeah. I also hate that she's definitely wearing a man's shirt in that scene. Yeah. Like, definitely his shirt. And I'm just like, that's, that's a weird way of making it look like you've put effort into this writing. Yeah. Uh, it's so... And again, like it's because she's threatening. I think they just did that so she could threaten to pull it off and oh, have yeah. all of the male characters go. Ooh. They, that's their second favorite joke yeah. after yeah. Bubble. It's one of the yeah. two jokes that they keep telling in this film. You know, I think another scene which um, made me roll my eyes so hard I nearly dislocated a retina was um, after they'd been kicked out of the site and had all their samples confiscated and stuff. Ira is is getting pissed off and he can see that they're growing quickly as well because there's been all these attacks and stuff. And um, he's hassling uh, like Dr. Reed saying um, like this is getting out of hand, we got to shut it down. And I'm thinking, Ira, that is fucking rich. Like, hmm. you are the guy who has been, like, sat on this discovery and hoarding these things, despite the fact that they're clearly dangerous. And, like, the only reason they broke containment is because of you, fuck, where it's, like, failing to call in the right people to put a, like, secure the thing. <laughs> I don't know, it's just, oh, these characters are so unlikable. <laughs> I mean, it's also kind of the army's fault because, you know, surely a lot of people would have at least monitored this asteroid landing they should have been out there straight away yeah. well they they kind of were in a really cack-handed and incompetent kind of way because oh, like, just the, police. The, the u.s geological survey is a real thing so i i guess they sent like the main characters out because they were supposed to be like a responsible member of the survey who could check it out and report back anything interesting was there which they then failed to do for selfish yeah. reasons so uh because yeah. they don't want it taken off them, I think. And it, it, obviously it's because he knows that the army hate him and the army research hate him. And he also has that real sense of entitlement and ego that he can he can do this himself because he's mm. he once was a great scientist, even though he's now obviously lost it all work and just works in a yeah. community college. Yeah, Not like shit he... on community colleges, but this film sort of shits on community colleges. Uh, I did quite like the way that, that the, judge, the judge is also went to that same college. I don't like it. No? Yeah, I just mm, his character that his character arc is annoying as well. The the guy's character, the scientist character arc, because yeah, he is like constantly acting like he shouldn't have been removed as as a scientist when he gave a messed up vaccine that caused a separate virus, right? Yeah, that was, yeah everyone had like averse issues. averse reactions to it that were way worse than anthrax poisoning. Yeah, yeah. and he... So the point that when he first turned up on the base, a random soldier tried to assassinate him and no one blinked an eye. Yeah, yeah, I, I that bit confused me at first because I'd completely forgotten about that sort of side of things. And the entire time he's acting like that wasn't deserved and they kicked him out like it wasn't his fault. Yeah. Because even and, when they say to him, like, did the vaccine work? He's like, well, no one died of anthrax. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and, like, it would have been fine. if It would have been great if he got that, like, I realised I fucked up and my aim is to make it better. And he got that arc. But no, he was just like, I didn't mess it up. It just yeah. happened yeah, to mess his, up. His, his argument is just, fuck you, army research, not... Yeah. yeah, like his his character arc wasn't an arc; it was a flat line. Uh, and you're he... almost winning me over. I'm starting to see the film through <laughs> yeah, he... tinted goggles. He ended <laughs> the film the exactly as he started. Yeah, but then I think yeah. of like the weird dog in the in the golf course and yeah. the, the snappy monster that you yeah. see quite early on, like, stiff finds just... in the pool room, and I I really thought we were going to have some sort of gory, like someone getting mauled in the swimming no, pool. It's a comedy. No, it's not. Yeah, it doesn't quite go that horrific, but. 
Yeah, I, the I, apes I'm, are properly yeah. scary as well. Yeah, they really are. Like... Yeah. The the apes reminded me of Time Machine, and I'm now yeah. realizing that I may have just liked the film Time Machine. Uh, they sort of reminded me absolutely more locked. Yeah, they reminded yeah, they me a bit locked. of um, <laughs> something from a Torchwood episode. Yeah, uh, but I, well. I may have just fully liked the Time Machine as a kid and associated <laughs> it with this film. I may have never liked this film. I don't think I've ever seen the Time Machine. So oh, it's good. Maybe we'll do that one. <laughs> Um, Why did I watch weird films as a kid? I'm just like, <laughs> what the weird that film to watch as a kid? It does seem to be uh, a sort of vibe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but before we get into scoring, I have one quick piece of trivia, which could lead to a massive tangent. <laughs> I, I have another complaint. Can I make a quick complaint? Yeah, about go for it. Yeah. Jamie, that we were talking about a second ago. That character, the scientist story arc. Jamie, you said it was a flat line. It fucking wasn't. It was a downward dip. <laughs> <laughs> worse than when he started because that at the beginning he, he was just an arsehole who like refused to admit he fucked up the end of it he's like i'm the greatest scientist ever i see yeah, he the was world. rewarded for being an arsehole he was rewarded for it uh <laughs> he, it wasn't a, it wasn't a flat line it was a avalanche <laughs> downward uh also there is the fact that stifler is also rewarded despite the fact that he is also still a moron who should not be a fireman because he people does will die nothing throughout the film he sings that's about it i mean he does help them steal a fire engine <sighs> they could have done that without it <laughs> <laughs> uh... most of the characters in this film are massively unneeded and the film could have happened without them the... do you know the only three characters four characters that this film's need is uh, the two brothers the two idiot brothers <laughs> this woman the female scientist uh, who is also for some reason an idiot and the scientist that made anthrax poisoning worse the other characters none of the other characters are needed they're just in it sorry i didn't realize how angry i was about this film until yeah, I, started I'm kind of, talking. I disagree but i'm a little bit scared too no it's fine <laughs> Uh, I have any impact. Apart so, uh, from the scene where he gets a bug up his ass. Dan, you had an interesting bit of trivia as well. Sorry. So, David Duchovny, who is um, Ira Kane, right? He yep. turned down a role in Attack of the Clones to be in this movie. <laughs> so, oh in personal opinion, right choice. Second, my, my question is who do you think he'd have played in Star Wars? Like, what uh, the Yoda. Yeah, Yoda. <laughs> yeah, Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining yeah. him as um, Bo Boba Fett. No, yep. uh, Django Fame. <laughs> or he's just the Count Dooku role. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I genuinely, I, I have no idea who he would have. <laughs> just a background yeah. guy. So, yeah, I, I think, okay, right. Helena, you can go first for scoring out of 10. <laughs> I, I and think, then. I think me and Jamie then... should go last. Oh, I no, I think, I, think, I think we should sandwich it. We'll have Helena go first, and then Mikey and Jamie, and then I'll go, because I also loved this film. So, we'll. Yeah. we'll uh, yeah, Helena, out of 10, what would you give this movie? How many cool creature designs? I, oh gosh. So I'm going to give it one really cool fungus. I'm going to give it another really gross flatworm that you watch split in half. And it's like, oh no, it's breaking. Because the only other woman in this film is also dumb. Um, I forgot about her. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I think you're supposed to. Yeah, because yeah, she's not needed. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it another one uh, snappy, stumpy crocodile. I'm going to give it another chompy, uh, in the water, definitely Cambry chlorine. 
uh, monster. Oh, what are we going to do? And then, oh, so many of my favorite ones. All oh, the, 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 the bugs that just get eaten by bigger bugs. Oh, it's so good. And yeah, okay. It's it's an eight. It's an eight out of ten. What you described then was a series of ones, not <laughs> oh, eight. Oh, but they all go together. Okay. <laughs> they, they all add up to eight. <laughs> no, literally the opposite is what happens in the film. Yeah, well, I mean, it's clunky the and the story's dumb, but I can just... I love the character, the creatures in this so much that I just don't care about the plot, and I just like, I like the way it's it's the stakes are actually pretty low because I know it says it's going to take over the world, but it starts in Arizona, so um, <laughs> I don't particularly have any strong feelings towards any of the characters. So when bad things or good things happen to them, I'm like meh. I'm just in it for this really cool concept and these really fast evolution, like this evolution, this amazing world that just springs up and this ecosystem that develops. I just think it's amazing, and I love all the scenes where you actually get to look at these, you know, in varying degrees of well animated um, creatures. I just think it's so cool, and it just tickles me so much, and I just, oh, I love it, and it makes me want to like, yeah, play the game of this movie, which doesn't exist, but oh, if it did, you know, I would pile hours into that game. I would make yeah, I, so many creatures. I would have my own menagerie, and it would be amazing. I, I think um, you might have just been like projecting spore hype. Onto yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think so. I think, and mm. to be fair, because I still haven't made a proper spore, still love this film. Yeah, fair enough. So Jamie, what do you think? Uh, are you sure you don't want to go first? <laughs> no, I feel I feel like you should go first because I've got a lot to say. Yeah, I. I, I... I guess one of the things that makes me really sad about this is the the ending of this film is probably the closest that we'll ever get to a movie about um, like the mystery flesh pit, like a world building project. And like I, that's that's an actual thing. You can look it up if you want some other time. But um, yeah, it's it's a fun world building project, and it's just a shame that evolution is the thing that looks the most like it, and that makes me sad. Yeah, I I don't like this film very much. I don't think it's aged particularly well. In any respect i'm probably not gonna watch it again unless i'm forced to so what's out your score um I, I would probably give it uh three shampoo enemas out of ten at this point that is, yeah that's fair mm, that's high <laughs> oh no <laughs> well uh what, one thing that i do think is important to note as well is um i think like in, in the terms of the overton window of badness i may also have a slightly different perception of how bad things can be than you guys because i have never directly experienced southland tales <laughs> <laughs> oh no that's true this is in relation to southland tales. so so in, in terms of like uh being able to compare scores properly i don't know if i can like like actually I mean, I'd, I'd this... scores onto yours I'd argue this film is Oscar worthy in comparison. <laughs> Every film I, is I Oscar just like how Southland Tales has created the fucking ripple effect through this entire yeah. podcast. I'm never gonna stop talking about it. <laughs> but if we if if this podcast ever ends the final episode, we'll have to rewatch Southland Tales. No. Nope. And that's nope. motivation to not stop. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so I yeah. oh, yeah. uh, hate this film. Uh, <laughs> like a lot. Uh, I think it's stupid. I think most of the characters are unneeded. I think most of the film is unneeded. I think the film as a whole is unneeded. One thing I will say, and this shocked me, because it's a film we remember from our childhood, and it breaks the rules, it wasn't a failure. <laughs> Just. Oh, yeah. Just. It actually made a profit. Yay. Not by much. And it didn't kill a studio? It didn't kill a studio. I Did don't it end think... anyone's career? Uh, maybe it should have. Yeah, maybe it should have. <laughs> Uh, I, this is the one time where I'm disappointed it isn't a failure. <laughs> yeah, it was like 80 million budget, uh, 98 
Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Just uh, uh, most of the characters are needed. It's a failure. It should have been a horror. I want to read the horror. I want to watch the horror of this because it would be the thing like and alien like, and I think it would be great. I think this film lends itself to horror a lot better than it does anything else. And honestly, I think I just liked the time machine as a kid and saw the monsters at the end, the monkeys, and gone. Ah, oh, they look like the the apes from the time machine. Why was I watching The Time Machine as a kid? I don't know, and I don't know who to ask why. Two. Okay. Two, and only because I remembered Southland Tales. <laughs> were you, you going to give it a one? It was going to be a one, and then I remembered that Southland Tales existed, because I'm trying so hard to suppress that film. <laughs> it's going to keep coming back. It's going to keep coming back, but no, two. I genuinely, this isn't like a bit at this point. I don't Just like genuine this genuine hatred. Yeah, I... genuine actual hatred. So, Dan. <laughs> I'm the opposite. I fucking loved this. I just, uh, like... Ending on a high. Yeah, I, re- I really enjoyed it, because, like, I, I, I loved it when I was younger. I've seen it a couple of times since then, but the last time I watched it must have been, ooh, five years ago or so, at least. And I ve- that was because it was uh, on TV, and I caught it, like, halfway through sort of thing. And rewatching it, I don't know, it just brought back all my nostalgia for it. I, I genuinely really liked it. I, I think I'm going to give this 9 out of 10 geologists recommending head and shoulders wow the the <laughs> one is probably michael <laughs> that's not recommending yeah. it and jamie <laughs> yeah, we count as one yeah. uh, oh, you, you did and then you split in two because you were evolving yeah. too quickly <laughs> oh, that's another thing i want to complain about because i refuse to let this end on a high why did they tell us what was happening like a thousand times why did they keep going it's evolving and like it's learning to breathe and it keeps making getting better every time it involves it's like every 10 minutes every time they saw one of those monsters they were like it's evolving to be breathe it's evolving to do this it's like we know Stop i, I telling think, us. I think what they were trying to do is movie. yeah they what, what they were doing is they were looking for their jurassic park life finds a way moment. <laughs> it really hmm. felt like it it's like like really, really trying to force it yeah now you've said that it, i feel like they really wanted to say life finds a way and they weren't allowed uh, yeah, that was my... Also, why did they make every, like, even the intelligent female characters fucking stupid? That annoys me. It's a weirdly sexist movie. Anyway, did you, Ed, someone want to say something nice so we can end on a high? Or... Yeah, I, I can say something to finish off on. Um, the music on the credits was all right. What was the song? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, I... no, my my favourite monster uh, was definitely the bug thing with a head on either end and real long legs yes that was pretty cool oh, and it just scuttles along and it's just the best i did like the the one that the uh women find in their little closet who looks like a cute little green guy until he opened yeah. his mouth and had like a, uh, a a weird like turkey head tongue yeah the yeah the, sticky the, the tongue like a, yeah yes <laughs> yeah the mo- yeah mossy scrotum yeah we'll, we'll end with scrotum dog so with that <laughs> i have been dan i have been michael I've been Helena. And I've been Jamie. You've never oh, sounded up, so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've, you've had your Titan AE moment. Yeah. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at HiltonPod. That's at H-I-L-T-M pod. Uh, when this episode comes out, I will put up a Twitter poll for those who love evolution and those who hate evolution. And we'll see who wins on Twitter as well. I will we know there's only it. one, Todd. <laughs> Oh, you're just going to fade out me complaining about this. <laughs> it's just-